Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife. Call to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. My name is Monica and I am glad you're here. I today want to just take you back to the beginning really probably the beginning of the podcast, but for sure the beginning of 2022. And I want to remind you that I am certain that as I sat here and broadcast my thoughts out to you, I encouraged you to set and go after your goals. And kind of like it says in the Bible, I believe it was Solomon who wrote in Ecclesiastes, that there is nothing new under the sun. Well, the same is true for today. Repetition, repetition, repetition. That's what my former boss used to say is the way that we learn. So today, maybe like an old uh, slipper or like a very familiar passage that you think to yourself all the time, I want to encourage you, dear listener, to Take the time to set and get your goals. Why do we set goals? Well, I think it's obvious, but sometimes you have to state the obvious. And the obvious is that we set goals to either become something different, new, better, or we want to achieve something, we want to gain something. But the behind all of that is that we want to move, that we want to take action, that we want to see some kind of result hit some target that we are not currently hitting, right? Goal setting is a way for you and for me to achieve the life of our dreams. It's been said that goals create energy and I know that they create motivation. I believe that worthy goals add value to the world. And just as a reminder, there is an acronym, a SMART acronym for how to go about setting goals, especially if by some chance you are a novice goal setter. Goals should be specific as opposed to general and vague. For example, a goal to increase your income is general. A goal to increase your income by a specific percentage or dollar amount is just that. It's specific. Goals should be measurable. As many before me have stated, you cannot measure. I mean, you cannot manage what you cannot measure. So goals by their nature need to be measurable. They should be actionable. You should have accountability for taking actions in some way, shape, or form that move you towards your goal. 
And as I mentioned before, for novice goal setters, goal should be realistic. That sounds maybe a little uninspiring, but if you don't have a successful track record of setting and getting your goals, it's a good place to start and one that I highly recommend. For example, if you have no idea about a new product to offer and you set a goal to generate, uh, let's say a million dollars with a new product by the end of this year, that wouldn't be realistic. But on the other hand, if you have an idea and you've got some sort of history of having some of the resources or the experience to expand upon the goal, then million dollars might not be so unrealistic. Moving on, the T in the SMART acronym stands for time frame. All goals should have a due date, a time frame for their achievement. So that's it. Specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time bound or time frame. SMART goals are, like I said, a really great place to start if you are a novice. If you're an experienced goal setter, then it can be fun and it can be challenging to set unrealistic, even impossible goals. And the acronym for this type of goal is SMIT. The idea with the SMIT goal, and I've covered this in other podcasts, is that the goal is, the idea with a SMIT goal is that within the limits of your current knowledge, your current capabilities, your current resources, the goal, no matter how you look at it, would be impossible to achieve. But the purpose in setting this kind of a goal is to live and dwell in the excitement of possibility. So these types of goals can inspire you to learn new skills and capabilities, but there's a flip side to this. They also can drain you and your resources. So you need to be cognizant if you decide to set such a goal that there is a danger in setting such a challenge for yourself because number one, those limiting beliefs that exist in your paradigm are gonna rise up in full force to berate you, to sidetrack you, to continually inform you as to why what you're trying to accomplish is a fool's errand. And uh, you, my dear, are going to have to have the fortitude and the mental discipline to be able to recognize when your self-talk is arising from a subconscious mind that really intends to save you from yourself. And you must be able to keep the goal in front of you, keep the target in front of you, and continue to progress and move towards it despite the uncomfortable and even fearful feelings that it can engender within you. If you are still in business or if you are uh, still working in a career outside the home, I used to teach a, a, a concept called MTO goals. And I still use this for myself even with my um, financial goals, my trading goals. MTO goals establish, it's another acronym, it stands for minimum target and outrageous. So MTO goals establish these different levels for a specific goal. So a financial example could be you have a 
goal that you set that you want to, an amount that you want to have deposited into your retirement accounts by the end of the year. And the minimum amount could be, you know, 1% of your salary. The target amount could be 2% of your salary up to, you know, the defined contribution limits. And the outrageous amount could be to fully maximize 100% of the allowable amount to be put into placed into your retirement accounts with an additional amount placed into a separate like IRA or something like that, or even into some other type of investment vehicle like real estate. With MTO goals, when you achieve the minimum goal, it gives you a little bit of pep in your step because the progress is visible and you can kind of tick and tie it off your list. When you hit the target, definite cause for celebration. And when you hit the outrageous target, well, all bets are off for how you need to celebrate that. But these are, this is kind of a fun way to not box yourself in given, you know, circumstances, etc., etc. I have tried to teach you ladies not to let the present circumstances, the things that you can see that are visible to you, really discourage you from setting big goals or continuing to try to progress towards a goal even when it seems that not much progress is occurring because I believe that belief is the main component tied with, of course, the actions that you take that is necessary to achieve the goals that you set. So we've talked about SMART goals, we've talked about SMIT goals, and we've talked about MTO goals. Which of these sounds the best to you as you get prepared to set your goals for 2023. You can mix them, you can match them, you can choose one method, you can do your own thing, but whatever you do, I want to encourage you to set and get goals for 2023. Don't forget, when you go about setting them, get yourself into an anticipatory state, just like a kid on Christmas Eve. You know, we find ourselves today in kind of the chilly cold. As a matter of fact, my mom and my best friend and I are all going to descend on my kitchen tomorrow and make a boatload of Christmas cookies. So we're right there in the middle of the Christmas season, and I really, I can't wait for this. But uh, get yourself into a state that is very anticipatory. Use music, use video, use visual visuals, whatever it takes to get your emotional state high. Then decide what you want to do or be or have in, in at least these four categories. You can have as many categories as you want, but I highly encourage you for a very balanced approach to goal setting to uh, focus on these four, faith, finances, family, and fitness. I add in a fifth also in the F family called fun, um, and then brainstorm and create your list of things that you want in these various categories and list your goals in your journal or on a worksheet or download my resource on the blog, sharedgoalsconsulting.com, and uh, give each, so write them down, give each one a due date, and I promise you, as soon as you do this, your brain will kick into gear with a ton of obstacles and reasons why you should not proceed, but 
When that happens, you use opposite thinking to overcome the obstacles and create your plan. And in your plan, uh, it's your action plan, put the people and the tools that you need to know and to work with to achieve your goals. And then you take action as often as is necessary to make forward progress on your most important goals. When it's appropriate, you should share your goals with someone else who will hold you accountable. I don't advocate sharing every single goal that you set with the, you know, people in your your circle of influence. There are some goals that are just meant to be held closely for you and you alone to think about and to pray about and meditate about. But there are other goals that you know and you know that you know when you need to share them with other people so that they will keep you accountable. I think about fitness goals when I think about these type goals because it's so easy to get off course with the fitness goals that we set at the beginning of the year. And without an accountability buddy, sometimes it is just too easy to talk yourself out of doing the things that you know you need to do to accomplish your fitness goals. But with your financial goals, well, that's maybe more private to you and personal and you just don't need you know, many other people in the world knowing what it is that you desire to achieve in that area. You get me? For the goals that you deem most important, you know I advocate writing them out on a note card and keeping that note card with you in your pocket or in your purse or on your sun visor and reading it frequently and having it before you so that it is repetitively on your mind. Because I believe that if it's top of mind, it's top of the heap. For myself, I know that I have had great success in achieving big, big goals. And this has been part of my process. So I wouldn't tell you it works if it didn't. Try it. You might like it. And it might work for you as well. The other thing about uh, frequently seeing and saying and repeating your goal to yourself is it does engage that part of your mind, the reticular activating system. And uh, you can think of the reticular activating system, which is in your brain, as your personal research assistant. So it is constantly engaged in research to bring to your mind every single thing that you need to be successful in achieving your goals. And it kind of maybe filters out the things that don't add value to your goal journey. Uh, but keeps the things that would matter to you in your focus. So do all these things and most importantly, beyond praying for your goals, expect the best and expect your goals to be achieved. Remember, what you expect you get. As a matter of fact, on my bulletin board in my office, I have had a saying written out in pink chalk all year long and I've seen it every day multiple times a day. It says, remember the stream of plenty always flows towards the open and expected mind. My goal for you is to enjoy plenty of that stream of plenty. What I want to leave you with today to close out the podcast is this verse from 1 John chapter 5 verse 14. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if 
we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So comforting, so encouraging. What a great promise, biblical promise to keep in mind as you go about setting your goals. Set them, pray about them, take action towards them, keep them in front of you, celebrate the wins, don't let yourself get caught in the gap of what you've not been able to achieve, but instead take stock of all that you have and be grateful. That's my prayer for you today, that you would wrap up this season of goal setting with a grateful yet expectant heart, grateful to God for all that he has blessed you with and expectant for all the more that he has for you. In Jesus' name, amen. That's it for today, ladies. Go out and get your goals. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.